I'm getting used to the weather of New York. It's pretty, a lot of rain, I think, and uh, cold, freezing. But we're gonna, we're gonna catch up with the weather. Bezrat Hashem. Anyway, Sukkot, Sukkot, we're coming to Sukkot, so we have to explain a few ideas. What is a Sukkah? What's the purpose of Sukkah? Why are we building a Sukkah? I mean, what went, I mean, I'm not talking about from a historical point of view that uh, they built Sukkot on the way out of Egypt. Uh, I'm talking about more from the meaning because we're dealing with the why. We're not dealing with the, with the how and the what. I mean, you know, you all know how to build the Sukkah. You know, uh, you know the size of the sukkah. You know, it's need to be minimum three walls, or uh, if you want to be more specific, two and a half wall. You know, you know the schach. You have to see the star. Uh, schach, by the way, it's the roof of the sukkah. Uh, you know, it's supposed to eat in the sukkah. If you're capable to eat only in the sukkah, you know you're not supposed to be in the sukkah when it's rain. So there is many halachot, many laws, but there is a why to all of it. I mean, what's the purpose of we are going outside of our house to sleep in the sukkah, some of us, to eat in the sukkah, to drink in the sukkah, to be happy in the sukkah. I mean, mekubalim, Kabbalists even study in the sukkah and do the only nuim the entire time in the sukkah, even the reading of the Torah they do in the sukkah. So what is the sukkah business? I mean, first I have to tell you that the word sukkah, it's 91. 91 is Gimatria of Yudke Vavke, the name of God, the male name of God, Yudke Vavke, and the, the Aleph Dalet Dun Yud. Aleph Dalet Dun Yud is the female aspect of God. Okay, there is a female, there is male, together it's 91. So when you combine them together, you get a sukkah. So what's that? Okay, so what? Okay, mathematically we are very happy now. We stimulate our brain, but what's the idea? The idea that when we talk about the Creator, when we talk about God, we talk about two aspects of God. The aspect of God of giving and the aspect of God of receiving. So the giving aspect of the Creator is basically the flow of light, flow of energy that's coming from above to below. The other aspect of God is the receiving aspect called Adonai. So every time you see those, those two forces together, usually in Sephardic Sidurim, you always when you say Baruch Atah Hashem, you're going to see Yud Kevavke and Adni together there. When you say Amen, also the word Amen, if it's Kaddish or blessing, you also meditate on that. Yud Kevavke and Adni. Why you meditate on it? Because the word Amen is also 91. Okay, so you find another 91. Uh, Angel is 91. Uh, Yalom, uh, Diamond is 91. So it's a combination of above and below together. You are inter basically a place where you're surrounding by fulfillment and desire. In life, the way you worship God is not enough to worship God, what we call bayom, bayom meaning in daytime. You have to worship Hashem also balayla. Da'agita bo yomam valayla. You have to study Torah in day, at night. Beshochvecha ufkumecha. When you say the Shema, it has to be while you're lying down and when you stand up. Meaning there is two levels of worship God. While things are exciting for you, you go into Jerusalem, you ask to get married, you find your soulmate the next day. You went to Jerusalem, you ask for having children, you have children the next year. I don't want to say next day, it's impossible, right? <laughs> you want uh, to make money, you make it the next day. I call it. So when everything is working, it's called Yom. Yom. When nothing is working, it's called Laila. So you have to remember those two mudawiyot, those two awareness has to be in our mind all the time. Yom velayla, the way we worship Hashem, Yom velayla. In the sukkah, 
we have two idea in the same place. But still, we need to explain it a little bit more. What is the purpose of the sukkah? And this, I'm going to give you just the idea. And I'm reading from basically the son of Rav Ashlag, and that's his student. He becoming now very famous in Eretz Israel, good friend of mine, Rabbi Gottlieb. I'm sure you saw him online. Uh, he's, he's, he's a very nice guy, to my opinion. Not to a lot of people's opinion, but I like I like his personality. The time of night we call it shadow. Okay. When a person is going through a rough time, things are not working. You went to Jerusalem, uh, the phone is ringing all of a sudden when you want everything to be quiet. You know, so things not working for you all of a sudden. So when things not working for you, it's called astara or it's called shadow or it's called nighttime. That's the nighttime. So why is that happened to you? Why all of a sudden you're finding yourself doing the wrong sin? You know, we just commit for all the sin we did on Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. What, 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 what are all that? I mean, why are we even finding ourselves in that? Why is the ego inter? And you only like to talk about yourself. There is people who only say, I, I, I. If you go to Tony Robbins, he teach you actually how to say, I. Whoever agrees with me, say, I. You ever been to Tony Robbins? Or you don't know who's Tony Tony Robbins is a big guy, big head, give lectures. No, nobody knows what I'm talking about. Maybe Les Brown, you know? Yeah? Okay, the professional speak. Zig Ziglar, maybe before. No, nobody knows those names. Dr. Wen Dyer. Oh. Okay, it's good. It's actually good to listen to them, but don't listen for too long because it, then it happened to you what happened to me. You become selfish. Everything is about I. I need to feel good. I need to love. I need to make people love me. So you gotta be careful. You gotta balance it. That's why spirituality to Judaism is a wonderful thing because it balances you a little bit. It's not about, but if you be around Jewish people for a long time, they will make sure to remind you it's, it's not I for too long, you know? But that's why in a wedding you need two witnesses. The witnesses have to be Jewish, you know, that they cannot play with dice, you know, that too, right? If they play with dice, they cannot be witnessing anything. Everybody knows that Allah, right? A Jew who play with the dice, pasul, pasul edut, cannot be, cannot be witnessing anything. But why you need two Jewish people? Yeah, they get a good one with a nice beer, pay us a great rabbi. Because if two Jewish agree about that wedding is good, it's got to be good. You know, it's got to be a good one. So Baruch Hashem. Anyway, so if we, we ask a question here, Kabbalistically, what soveva a yerida azul adam? Why is a person commit a crime? Why is the person steal? Why is the person kill? Why is the person even in a situation that you need to steal? Where, where does that come from? We need to believe, of course. I mean, you don't have to believe me, but we need to believe this has come from Hashem as well. This is from the Creator Himself. Meaning, when you go into a rough time, that's come from the Creator. You're begging for children and you don't have it from the Creator. You're begging for soulmate and you get gurnish, you get nothing. You get the opposite. The person that you with, actually leaving you. After you went to Jerusalem, say, dear God, I want to know, I want to know how, how to turn that into a wedding. You're getting out of, the, of, of Yerushalayim, you're coming to buy an ice cream for your partner, and they say, listen, I'm thinking a lot about it, I don't want you, goodbye. And they leave you. Like everything that can go wrong, going wrong in your life. Why is that? It's the idea that the Creator is giving us an opportunity to worship the Creator not only when things are good, which called Yom. Yom meaning daytime. Or while you're lying down, or while you're standing up. So we need to know how to worship God in all situations. You cannot worship God in one way. 
Everybody's worship God when things are well. You go into the bank account, you put the under dollar, the next day is one million dollar. Of course you say, Odul Hashem Kitov. Of course you're going to say thank you. But when you put one million dollar and you find under dollar is there, <laughs> what's going on? I did Rosh Hashanah, I did Yom Kippur, something is wrong, you know? So that's the idea of the sukkah. How is that the idea of the sukkah? And that's what I'm about to read to you. Meramezet ha-sukkah, the quality of the Adam, he betzel ha-emuna. It says that the, the, the sukkah, the Zohar, it's written in the Zohar, the sukkah is the shadow of our faith, the shadow of our certainty, the shadow of our belief system. Meaning the all terrible thing that happening to me has to come from above. Now, if something has come from above, don't you excited about it? God thought that's the best thing for you right now. I mean, usually when we pray to God, everybody has some expectation that we're going to get what we're praying for. You know, after we did Chatanu, Pashanu, we have a blue mark here, everything, we did everything. Now give me what I want. Give me what I want. You know, what about if the answer is actually no? No, 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 no. Actually, no, it's bad for you. I'm not giving it to you. What about people who use cocaine? And they say, all what I'm asking you is just for a little bit of cocaine. That's it. I'm not asking for a lot. That's it. That's it. I'm asking for a pill that can, can, can end my life. I'm not asking for a lot. So if you share that with him, is that kindness? The same thing about the sukkah, and I'm about to explain it. A person has to accept the journey of spirituality toward the Creator with those type of condition. How is that connected to Sukkah? We need to explain it. Without understanding his own emotional feeling. That, that ceiling of the Sukkah, okay? All of you know what Sukkah is. I don't need to explain it, right? All the people at home, I'm sure you saw Sukkah before. Sukkah, you know, those shack that we built outside of the house, okay? So the ceiling, the schach, which happened to be Gimatria 100, we're going to go into it, hopefully. Liyot Asui Masechet Sukkah, in the Gemara in Sukkah, in uh, page 12, it says that it's supposed to be from Psolet Goren Veyekev. It's supposed to be from a leftover of Goren of the Vineyard, or, uh, yeah, Vineyard, Yekev, uh, Goren, you know, leftover, and you just put it on the ceiling. Why Psolet? Why you put it from leftover? Why you put it from something so so little? Kidavka al apsulot. Even through all those negative thoughts that I have the entire year. The thing I was ashamed of on Rosh Hashanah. As I look at my kids, we pray in uh, Safra this, this year, and they have a special Sidur for Maram Tzova. So they have a Chatan, a long one. There was a short, a short version, a long version, but they have a wow, wow, really long, like, I think about 10 pages. So I'm going there, and I want to make them laugh. So the kids see me smiling. And I say, what's so funny? I say, I didn't know there is other people like me. And they, <laughs> they say, what do you mean? I said, the least. This is what's created for me. I thought it was only one me that did all those negative things. And we, we start laughing. It was, a, it was a good moment. You know? Chatanu, Pashanu, they have a list. You did this, you did that. And you, you can't miss something. I'm sure some people say, I'm not part of it. I felt I'm part of all of it. I went to all the list. I think they talk about me. 
כי דווקא על ידי המחשבות הפסולות שיש לאדם בזמן ההסתרה, יש לו את האפשרות ללכת תחת צל האמונה למעלה מן הדעת. Remember that. למעלה מן הדעת. What is רב אשלג is telling us here? I'm sure, and you don't have to reveal that this is not workshop, you have a thought in your mind that you're ashamed of. You're embarrassed about that thought even come to your mind. How can I even think? And this is the time to tell you that thought is not something that begin anything. I know that in philosophy or psychology they will tell you that thought is the beginning. No. In Kabbalah, in Rav Ashlag style Kabbalah, desire is first, it's the engine, and what's follow will be the thought. So once you desire something, there is a thought that being attached to that desire. Remember that. It will change your whole life the way you look at life. So let's say I want an ice cream. It will be automatically thought that will be attached to it with the address and everything. Not I'm thinking of about the ice cream and then I want it. No, I'm desiring. The desire is the essence. I'm not going to talk about it tonight because this is more a uh, deep subject that has to be a lecture by itself just on what desire, what the thought is. So when you have that thought that you are ashamed of, this is related to the schach. This is related to the main idea of the sukkah, because the main idea, sukkah with no schach, is not uh, sukkah. So for that reason, Masechet Sukkah in the Talmud is telling you to use kind of uh, the, the least important thing, leave, to put on top of the sukkah to remind you that because the, you have the most negative thought in the world that you embarrass even to, to talk to yourself about it, this is giving you the chance to have emunah lemala minadat. Emunah meaning faith above knowledge. What is faith above knowledge? Delulea machshavot apsulot lo ayaniskak klal leemunah. Without those negative thought that the person is going through that dark time, which is shochvecha, which is night, which is the old time that you don't worship God according to what you want to worship God, that negative thought is giving you a chance to become a believer, a true believer. Because if you believe because things are great, I'm a buyer. If you believe because you have only positive thought, how to build the better mikdash, how to how to share kosher food for all over the city, how to have enough money to build a central park. Can you imagine a sukkah in central park that everybody, I will host everybody there. What a wonderful thought I have in my mind. I am somebody special. But if I have the worst negative thing, I have built a sukkah, it's pretty comfortable. I don't want to invite nobody because I have enough food just for me. I don't want to invite. Maybe after Sukkot, whatever left over, I give to people to, to be there. That's a real negative thought. Or I'm seeing somebody have something, I'm thinking how to take it away from them. That's a negative thought. Lo tachmod, lo tignov, All the mitzvot, I'm doing it the opposite. Can you imagine a thought like this in a human brain? Well, tell us, Ravash, like this is the thought that requires a stronger emunah. Stronger emunah. And he continues. And it says, the law of the Lord is not a clear one. That's what the Talmud in Masechet Avodah Zara. The Gemara is Kabbalah too. But it's very difficult to see the Kabbalah within the Gemara because the Gemara is Pshat. And we don't, we're not able to dig deep enough in the Gemara to see it. But it's actually there. So it says in the, in the Talmud, it says, every person is going and doing Sukkah in the head of his uh, roof. Kirosh gago adam. What's hint here, because the head of his roof, the hint, it's 
it's your mind. That's your mind. They talk about your mind. It doesn't talk about the roof. What the Talmud is worried if you're going to do it on your roof or you do it on the floor. No, it's giving you a hint. It's in your mind. Meaning what? The sukkah, sukkah comes from the word lasuch, to cover. Sukkah is lasuch, to cover. That's what sukkah means. When a person doesn't have a munah, it's very difficult because all what's left with you is logic. Logic. Right? You want to have money? Logic. You want to have children? Logic. You want to get married? Logic. Logic, 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 logic. Logic can go very well when things are going in order. When things are in day. Only with kumecha. Only in the daytime. Then it's going wonderful. But when do you need the emunah? When things are going terrible. When you have a negative thought. When nothing worked the way you want it. That's when you need emunah. For that reason, B'nai Israel, when they received the Torah, they didn't say, Nishma venase. We will listen, then we will do. No. They say, Naseh. What is Naseh? Naseh what? 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 Naseh what? Can you show me the, 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 the curriculum of what I'm about to do? I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. I'm not, I'm, I have no idea. No. Naseh, meaning we go with that. Meaning we believe. Nishma, what to do? Later. First, we're going to believe. That's why in the Gemara, they said that Bnei Israel, what makes them so unique? Ma'aminim Bnei Ma'aminim. They believe the children of believer. You, what's the difference between Avram, Avram and Noah? In Avram, he say, "Lech lefanai, go in front of me, God tell him." Meaning he doesn't know if God is behind him or not. In the Muna, et Elokim italech Noah. With Noah, it say that he was walking behind God with a flag, like he's going, and it's wonderful. That's not the same level. I'm not saying Chavdo Shalom Noah is no good, but I'm saying Avraham as the emunah that we are looking for. And that's why the old sukkah is actually the energy of Avraham, if you don't know. I mean, we have Shevet Ushpizin, we have Shevet Ushpizin, but Avraham is the main idea of sukkah, it's chesed. The old chasadim come from Avraham. So we need to get to a level, when we go into the sukkah, is to remind ourselves all the negative thought I had all year, or whatever I was thinking about Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We, many people think sukkot is kind of where I take vacation. No, 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 no. Sukkot is very serious. It's very powerful holiday. It's a holiday that can correct everything that you want to correct for the rest of your life. Or at least for the rest of the year. Without Sukkot, you cannot actually build a new desire. The desire that you had last year will stay exactly the same. You want desire to change. You want to grow more. You want to want more. To want more. Did you ever think about it? Can I want more than what I want? Can I want things that I never want before? How can I want things that I never want before? Where is that going to come from? <laughs> from sukkah. Only in sukkah you get it. When you're sitting in the sukkah, the vibration, the energy, whatever name you want to put it in the modern English, okay, it's called mochin, that energy by itself, that energy by itself awakening within you a new total desire. Why? Because it gives you emunah. What is emunah? Emunah is going above the dot. Don't just the sphere of that, but that means knowledge. You know a certain thing in a limited way, but can you know more than what limited? That's you need a muna. To jump, you need a muna. To split the Red Sea, you need a muna. To connect to the Creator in Mount Sinai, a muna. You cannot get to things in a logical way. You can only get to things in a logical way which is limitation. Logic has a limitation. So all the negative thought that you had all here, all the things you're ashamed of, why is the schach connect to it? 
Why, why we have to see the schach? Because to remind yourself, without that negative thing I did this year, which I'm ashamed of, which I say I'm sorry, God, which I say I'm sorry, my friend, for hurting you, all those things brought you to a place called sukkah, which the sukkah itself actually will help you, will help you to get to places where you understand what emunah is. You cannot get to emunah when things are perfect in your life. You can only get to emunah when things are not perfect. I'm not saying outside, externally, not perfect with you. If everything is perfect with you, why do you need emunah for? There's no need. No need for emunah. It's a very important point. I hope, I hope everybody grasping it because that's um, 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 a very, very important thing. And just remember, when you sit in the sukkah, even five minutes, it's a mitzvah. Sitting, eating, drinking, whatever you do in sukkah, mitzvah, you're already there. You don't need a lot, just sitting there. Unfortunately, in, we live in a time that, that the meaning of the sukkah, like I'm sharing with you and teaching you, I'm teaching you maybe 1% of the, of the product of sukkah. It's not exist in many synagogues. Many synagogues is a tradition. What we study is a tradition. I see many rabbis that go to the sukkah, one shaking, and let's go back to the synagogue. Why? If the sukkah is big enough, do the whole thing in the sukkah. The Arizal said, do the whole thing. You get more mitzvah if you do it in the sukkah. When you go with the lulav and etrog, Let's talk about it a little bit. We have four minim, right? Lulav, etrog, aravot, adasim. Those things are activating a different type of light. So you receive four types of light. You don't have to memorize this part. It's a little bit too deep. So you have light that you're getting from the point of the day. You have light that you, you receive from the point of the sukkah. You have light that you receive from the point of shaking the lulav. And you have light that you receive from surrounding the lulav around the ark or around the Torah. Four type of light. I cannot go into it. But for example, tonight, we're receiving the surrounding light of Hasadim, of Netzach, of Binah. Just a code name that you I put it in your mind. You don't have to understand it. But we already start to receive the light of Sukkot until we arrive to the Sukkah. Then we have four type of light. Everybody is a mitzvah, by the way, to build the Sukkah, specifically the Shach. Building the sukkah, it's okay. You can bring worker, no problem. Shach, that's the biggest thing to do. Why? Because shach remind you, shame on me. What have I done this year? Oy, 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 this and that. But because I fell so low, now I need a munah to jump above that. Remember that this is a little bit, something a little bit out of the box. And uh, it's very important that we remember. Now, how do we do that work? Now, some of us will start thinking about all the negative things we did, and we will be sad, depressed, unhappy. But what do you say about Sukkot? It's the only holiday? Besamachta. Besamachta. This is the one holiday they tell you to be happy. How can I be happy? I just, you just told me the Shach represents all the things I did wrong. The whole idea that you need to work on yourself while you see what's wrong with you, and you have to dance. While you find and discover, you have to dance. How can that be? While I'm seeing what's wrong with me. It's different than Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, oh, Yom Kippur. Come, Sukkot, I still see what's wrong with me, but I'm going to be happy about it. When a person is happy. The person is showing true worship of the Creator. 
then he can truly have an affinity with the Creator. Why? When the Creator gives, he's not crying, he's happy, right? Say that the happiness was like the, the, the day that God created heaven and earth. So the whole idea of being basically concealed. Why do we sin? Did you ever thought about it? Why, why, why do we sin? Why do we sin? Why, what's the simple explanation of why a human being is sin? It's said in the Torah, It says about sin that God will conceal his face from you and that's what you're going to sin. And other location in the Torah, it say, as two astarot, astor astir panai, meaning double concealment. Rabbi Nachman Bereslev talk about it. I'm sure the Bereslev did a song from that. And ve'afilu ba'astara ve'anochi astir astir panai. So the idea, the idea of double concealment, when is one concealment? There is two type of concealment when you sin. Double concealment, astir astir panai. It's mean that you're going to a rough time. You can believe, you can practice spirituality, you can study Torah, you cannot put fill in. You're not into it at all. But you don't think that actually the Creator is doing it to you, so you wake up. You actually say, eh, it's random. Eh, coincidence. Eh, who cares? Whatever. One concealment, you know you have to go through a rough time. But you keep trying to believe and worship God no matter what you do. And this is what we're doing in the Sukkah. In the sukkah, you're going to Esther. This is the whole idea of covering. I can't see. I can't see. So when we sin, if a person is still, why is a person still? Because that person cannot see that in five minutes somebody actually is going to write a check for you for one million dollar. So the stealing is not actually the sin. The lot ignov is the, it's the, uh, what should I call it? The outcome of the real sin, which is lack of believing in the Creator. The whole idea is choser barach, lack of believing in the Creator, blessed be He, in every moment. No other sin exists in the world. That's a one sin. But that sin has different category. What do you do when you don't believe? Do you kill? Do you steal? Do you cheat? What, what exactly you do? Tell me your style of sin. Because all sin go back to one sin. Lack of belief in the Creator, blessed be he. When you go to the Sukkot, you go with all your bag of lack of belief in the Creator, and the Sukkah becomes Tzila de Memunata, that's what the Zohar said, it's become the shadow of believing. Now I'm restoring my Emuna. When you have Emuna, you're always happy. When you don't have Emuna, you're miserable. You can be the smartest guy in the world, but you're miserable because you don't have Emuna. Do you believe? Do you, is that thief before he's stealing? Does he believe that in five minutes there is one million dollar cash knocking on his door? No. That's why he has to steal. But if he will believe in that, he will be in a munah that this is amazing, it's coming. So what is the difference in the time? Between A and B, there's a certain amount of time. Some people have to be taken 20 years. Some people one year. Some people five months. It depends on the person. Now, when you have a munah, I'm sure it's going to happen. Ah, sure. I love it in Spanish. They call it seguro. Seguro, like it's for sure. So when a person is capable to change the concept of believing, then what happened at that moment? At that moment, when he's going to a rough time in his emunah, there is no rough time in emunah anymore. Why? Because he knows it's going to happen. 
He knows it's going to happen. So for him, it's already happened. Sometimes you're going to the bank account, somebody sends you a check, but the check was not deposited yet into your account. So now between the time that they send the check to the time that you have the check, there is a lack of emuna. There is a lack of certainty. I don't know what to do. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. So at that moment, this is what the Zohar said. That's the shadow of emuna. That's happening in the sukkah. So don't be ashamed of all the negative things you did during the year. The only reason you do the wrong thing during the year, the avonot, the pshaim, the crime you did, is only because lack of emunah. That's the only reason. You didn't do it because you enjoyed. Nobody wake up in the morning, how do I steal today? <laughs> Who can I hurt today? How can I insult people today? No, no. At that moment, you're kind of looking either one astara, ester echad, or ester kaful. Double concealment or one concealment. Double concealment, you gave up already. You said, I don't know, God, forget about me. Went to Mexico, forget about it. One concealment is when you know you've been either punished for something or you go to a rough time or God give you a gift. That's a high level. God give you a gift. He said, you can only believe in me for real when things are going wrong. How are you going to believe in something for real if things are going right? Can you imagine? Oh, I mean, great relationship between two people. What is a great relationship? Husband and wife. When things are going perfect, that's not a great relationship because you cannot work on the relationship. Things are going wrong. Things are really going wrong. She say A, you understood B. You said C, she understood D. Nothing is, nothing going on. So that miscommunication, fighting, problem. Now you have a chance for emuna. Now you have a chance to build something. A lot of people think, and I wish you have a great marriage. You know, when I do wedding with couples, I always tell them that verse, and some people get upset with me with saying it. I always tell them before the wedding, I will say it. And I always say, before you break the cup, I always tell them, said, this cup is about to be broken, blah, blah, blah. You know, the regular thing that every rabbi say, but then I say, you know, it's not how much you're going to love each other when things are going sweet. It's how much you love each other when uh, things are going rough, when uh, it's not working. Nothing is working, but really perfection of not working, like real not working. I remember, I mean, my wife is here, so I can say the story. Remember being, being, a, being a father. Being a father, I mean, today they have a better machine, but I don't know if you know, when you put the car seat, you, you, there's a struggle for a man. For a man, it never, it used to be many belt. Today I, I'm jealous, I'm looking at people, it's, it's two, two things. But for me, I'm not, I'm not good. I'm trying with my hand. I, I know a few things with my hand, but that's one of the things that not working. And then, you know, the wife is the first child, what's going on? So in the end, I basically hold my baby with the seat like that. I said, don't worry, I'm, I'm, in, I'm behind you drive. I'm, I'm holding it. That's the best I could do. I couldn't do better. I couldn't do better. So of course, you're feeling like what's going to happen, how it's going to happen. There is always not going, getting along, bringing them una. But the same thing happened with the Creator. When you don't get along with the Creator, you ask for money, you get nothing. You're praying for Hashem. Oh, Parnassah, Rosh Hashanah, Vaksha, Vaksha. I'm telling you, I'm going to give 25%, not 10% tithing, 25 And then, by the end of the year, it's Elul 2024, you're coming. And as the people who speak Yiddish say, Kreich, you know, you're Kreiching your body, meaning you carry your body. And, uh, you know, well, you lost more money than last year. Nothing is working. You start developing Esther Kaful. It's called Esther Kaful. It's double concealment, meaning you start to wonder, 
טועה על הראשונות, it's called, it's the worst עבירה, the worst sin a human being can do, it's called, טועה על הראשונות. He wonder about all the good thing he or she did, and I start wonder, like, uh, is that the way to go? You know, I remember one time uh, it was uh, a lady who invited me to meet her family in Monsi, ultra-Orthodox family, and I'm going to meet her family in Monsi, and uh, we're going there, I have no idea what's the goal, and then she, she's very upset with her parents and her family. Why? Because something happened to her son, and that's why she decided to leave all religion. All religion. And her father, you know, somehow, I don't know how they found me, and said, do me a favor, talk to my daughter, you, you have a way to talk to people. I said, I don't know if I have a way, I can sit and talk, but she's gone. I mean, talk, we talk about like uh, ultra-Orthodox. I don't know if you know, there's Orthodox, there's ultra, this is what's the, above the ultra. And she left, she wanna leave, she gone. No more religion, no more. There is something called club, she found club, she said, this is the goal of my life. And something really bad happened to her, and because of that, the bad things happened to her, it develops different things of lack of belief, develop different things of Esther. And that Esther that been developed, it was a very difficult thing for her to go to. So the schach is taking care of it. Remember, besibcha. Now the question is, how do we do it besibcha? To understand that, I have to read to you a section that was written in 1922 for Rabbi Yehuda Ashlag in a book that's called Matan Torah. Mahut Adat. What's the purpose of religion? He asked. What's the purpose of religion? The only reason you do mitzvot, you do religion, you do all that, is to develop within us the ability to see what's wrong with me. It's called chush akarat ara. Recognition of what it is wrong with me. Can you imagine? I mean, usually people do religion, they have some deal with God. I do good, now give me good. No. The purpose of the entire religion, Jewish religion, is to look inside and find out what you're supposed to do. A human being is ready to get rid of the negativity. Every human being is capable of removing that negative thing. But the difference between two human beings, you want to know who's been more spiritual or less spiritual? It's not about how, how, how good they pray, how good they chazan, how good they blow the shofar, how good they, uh, they, they, they beer, or how big is totally No, no, this is physical thing. That's a physical thing. That's not the way to recognize spirituality. Spirituality has to be recognized by something that spirituality, spirit, not physical. So what did it say? It said the way you know that the person is becoming spiritual, recognition of what is wrong with me. And more mitzvot and more that, more religion the person is doing, more the person will be aware of what's wrong. Now, what's wrong with us? What is this wrong thing that is wrong with us? And it say like, it say like that. A person has not been developed spiritually, look at his dirt or her dirt, and they don't think of it as something negative. Similar to a baby with a full diapers, but the baby doesn't know that he has a full diapers because for him it's a, it's a regular thing. I mean, everybody around smells it like bad, but for the baby, it's normal. So as the baby is being developed, he's going for full diapers, he's going to do it in a corner, those of you who have kids, and then he's going to the bathroom, because the bathroom, he locked the bathroom, he's more and more and more ashamed of that thing that called the full diapers, okay? Unfortunately, a lot of people with egoism, what they do, 
they speak loud about their selfishness. It's not a big deal to be selfish, not a big deal to talk with the ego. And the word I, more I, they say, I, I did that, I did this, oh, I come from that. It's usually the normal conversation of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. It's most of the thing, unfortunately, people are doing. There's not a lot of we, there's a lot of me. The M is something happen. If you take the M and turn it a little bit, like flip it a little bit, it will become W, then, then we're good. But there is me, eh, egoism. And when there is egoism, there is no spirituality. So it's a, it's a like that in Matan Torah. You want to know what the bad thing is? What we're supposed to work on? Egoism. The only thing that is the opposite of the Creator is egoism. What does the Creator represent? Altruism. All about sharing, all about giving. That's the difference. Egoism, altruism. Depends on the on the person. Now, a person can do mitzvot, can study Torah, but still work on the, have egoism. Why am I studying Torah? Ah, I hope one day I will get what I want. Why, why, you, why you do mitzvot? Ah, I want a soulmate. So you're not busy with sharing while you do that. You're busy actually to take, it's called kardom lachforba. You're taking the religion, you're taking the old Torah as a tool to get what you want. That's not the purpose of the Torah. That's not the purpose of religion. And unfortunately, this is a disease, a disease that exists in a Jewish religion. I mean, think about yourself for a second. I don't want to challenge you now in front of people, but think for a second. Why do you pray? Why? Why do you pray? What, 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 what happened in your pray? I mean, don't answer, it's for you. Why do you pray? Why do you talk to God? I mean, you talk to God to say, God, you're giving me too much. Yeah, you're a good Jew, right? You're giving me too much. Ah, too much money. Too much life. Too much good time I have. It's impossible. I think you did a mistake, God. Is that, is that how you pray sound Rosh Hashanah? Huh? Yeah? No, I don't think so, right? Ah, God, I think you're overgiving me. I think my neighbor needed more than me. Enough. You've got to stop giving me. No, we don't pray like this. We don't. We don't. We go to God because we believe God is our server. And we're going, and uh, we have some menu, uh, which Aliyah I want, this Aliyah, that Aliyah, who's going to see me, ego, 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 ego. And thank God, society help us with that. The Jewish society even do better for us. You know, that the rabbi is going to give you a bracha, uh, the people will shake your hand. Oh, and I'm walking like this, I did it right, I did it right this time, I did it right. It's all egoism. But that's not the goal. The goal of religion, as Ravash like write in 1922, was never for that reason. It turned like that because the rabbi cannot be alone in the shul. You got to bring some people. What are you going to do? Respect them. Give them. Bribe them. Do anything. Just please come here. I need a minion. I need a minion. But the goal of religion is to remove the egoism, not to increase it. Remember that. She'en lo ratzon lekabel. לעצמו ולא כלום, אלא רק להשפיע. כמו שנתבהר עכשיו אשר עניין התענוג והעידון כל עיקרו הוא בשיעור השוואת הצורה ליוצרה. You want to have pleasure? It's not about asking for pleasure to come to you and through that you will enjoy it. It's the ability to let go of your own need and have a pleasure from that. Because you want the השפעה, you want the fulfillment coming from above to below. But if you are chasing what you want all day long, where is the place to work on yourself? When is the chance you're going to work on yourself? When is the chance you're going to let go of the ego? Never going to happen. That's how it looks like. 
כל עיקרו בשיעור השוואת הצורה אל היוצא, ועניין הייסורים ואי הסובלנות, so why we feel suffer, why we feel terrible things sometimes, כל עיקרו בשיעור שינוי הצורה. You want to know why you have pain? Why you have pain? You ever met, I don't know how many of you met rich people, famous people, and all this and that. So a lot of time people think, oh, rich people are hoo-ha, hoo-ha, famous. I think I met few of, of a lot of those people. And it doesn't mean they're happy because they achieved their goal, but they didn't achieve the real goal. What is the real goal? I couldn't overcome my egoism. I couldn't. Me and myself are fighting the ego. Or they will say, I used to have ego now, thank God I'm perfect, right? I mean, the whole idea of egoism is something that it's there all the time. The mitzvot, the religion, the spirituality is only for that reason. So the happiness, true happiness, coming by us having an affinity with the Creator. But when you're thinking, how can I get what I want? At that moment, it's dangerous. And I remember it was a thought in my mind on Yom Kippur, the thought came into my mind about things I want. And I was so embarrassed, you know. I was, remind myself, Eliyahu, what's wrong with you? It's saying Tikkun you cannot bark like a dog. Stop! Immediately, immediately change it, transform that immediately. But the thought was there. It was there, meaning the desire was there, as I teach you before. And the idea is to get a mi'us, mi'us to be discussed. To be discussed. A person who's wild has not been developed yet. A person who's not been developed yet doesn't think egoism is a bad thing. You know? So a person who is doing it is is all this me, 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 and myself. And they think they got it right. They got it right. What am I doing? Well, I'm coming to pray five times in Yom Kippur. Five pray in Yom Kippur. I'm coming to pray. Why? Because I, I can remove my sin. That's a good deal. You fast for 25 hours. You, 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 you read the book with many pages. Large book. After you read it, you hit your heart a few times. And Baruch Hashem, you clap the hand. If somebody donates a big aliyah. And then you go home and all your sin will be forgiven. It's such a great deal. Don't you think it's a great deal? 25 hours, don't eat, don't drink, you lose weight. And you actually, in the end, it's actually a good deal. No sin anymore. That's not the point. The point that you don't eat, you don't drink, because you elevate yourself to such a high level that there is no food there. It's like a spaceship take you out of this physical universe. For that place, there is no need for food. So you're not fasting to get there. You're there, and that's why you're fasting. I hope, I hope it's clear. It's called Bina. So when you get to a place called Bina, in Bina there is no food. In Bina there is no physicality. So you don't need that type of thing, that physical thing. When you come with that type of consciousness, with that type of awareness, things start to change in your life. I want to share with you a few more things. Um, I hope it's clear. I know I'm giving a lot of information. Guests in the sukkah, those of you who have sukkah this year, or those of you who know the sukkah in town that's been built, always invite one person. All of us have a little bit of money aside that we can take that money, pay for a guest for sukkah. Don't ever let a holiday of sukkah to go without you inviting one guest. It's not your sukkah. You know where you're going. You know where you're eating. You know where you're going to stay. Invite another person. One person at least. 
one person at least. Do not go to Sukkot like this. Why? Because the old Sukkot is about altruism. It's about removing my ego, removing the me, getting out of the beautiful house where there is air condition, where there is a flat screen TV, where everything is perfect, into a Sukkah. I remember one time in the valley, I used to live in the valley in LA, so <laughs> I didn't tell them it wasn't their fault. So I, I say I said to two guys, uh, two of my friend, Israeli friend, I were making Kiruv, and I say, I'm thinking about building a sukkah in the parking lot. And uh, they bought builder, the building construction, said, Eliyahu, can we take care of it? I said, no, the schach, it's have to be me. Okay, you take care of the schach, but we, we build it. We know how to build sukkah. So they come, <laughs> they build sukkah. You can never see a perfection, like, like a house. It wasn't a sukkah, it was a house. Then, not only a house, you know, they bought Israeli, they bought... <laughs> Direct TV and they, they put the antenna there. <laughs> and I said to the guy, Sulik, what? Leah, we didn't finish out. So, so we, we bought, bought a very nice air condition and they put the air condition there. No, you, you know, I couldn't say a lot. We're just in the beginning of the journey. But you see, like, <laughs> I said, why you bought TV? I asked him, I mean, um, uh, can you please help me out? I mean, Sukkot, TV, what, what, what's that? Uh, oh, there's a very big game on Sunday, and you said in the lecture that you should, somebody should never leave the Sukkah. So we brought all our life into the Sukkah. We don't leave the Sukkah. So you're not serious. So we are very serious. We brought bed, we brought everything. There's a very big game. They, they were into Denver. So we, we're gonna line in bed and we, we're gonna have the paper delivered. They were perfection. And I remember I said, my God, this, this is new. This is, I said, this is the highest level of, but Baruch Hashem, you know, there is, it said that the, 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 the Talmud said there is two types of Sukkah. There is Sukkah bring a Muna, and there is Sukkah called Sukkah Idiot. It doesn't mean idiot. Idiot meaning a, a low level of Sukkah, meaning you're only building it for the sake of making you comfortable outside of the house. But the Sukkah is not basically to build the Sukkah for the reason of just being comfortable. It's the idea actually to remind yourself that you can worship Hashem with happiness while you're not in the house, like I said before. You will get to that level, remove the egoism about me. Because where does the egoism come from? From the body. Every comfort zone for the body, it's egoism. Every going against the comfort zone of the body, it's altruism. Because I'm about, I'm making a sandwich, I'm making food, and I'm about to eat, somebody knock on the door. Say, oh my God, that's a wonderful sandwich, can I have it? Well, you didn't eat all day. That's the time to give it. That's a chance. Do you believe that the Creator sent that person at that moment when you make the sandwich? If you don't, don't. So what, what do you believe in? Only in yourself? Do you believe in anything? If, that's why I say all sin begin in one sin. Lack of certainty about the existence of the Creator. All sin. We only can sin. The person is not sin until the stupidity, spirit of stupidity go into his mind. What is this stupidity? Meaning God is gone. Now, something like us. Yeah. Now, a few more things and then I'll let you go. I know you you got to go home. It was a long day. But i got to share something. i got to share something here. Right? Just a short version of what I want to share. So it's like this. Beyom Hazeh Israel. Oh, maybe we start Resh Kuftet in Zohar Vayechi. All people came to be judged in front of the, of front of the king or Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, God is judging everybody. All human, by the way. It's not just Jewish people who think it's only Jewish. All people. 
all human beings, 8 billion people being judged on Rosh Hashanah, everybody. The Jew just come in first, by the way. They come in first. The reason they come in first, the Zohar said, they come in first because this is the chosen people. So kind of God want to be proud. This is the elite people, hey, they come in. So that's why when a person seen, it's kind of embarrassed God because God is actually telling the angel, I want to show you my people. Come in. And then this Yosele come in and he didn't do well. So the, the dark side said, no good. You know, that's the embarrassment about Rosh Hashanah. That's why we need 22 days to correct ourselves. So on Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish people come first, then, then the other nation. Then Yom Kippur, then it's 15 days of the month, full moon, will be on Shabbat. So Israel married to do tshuva. We did tshuva. What is tshuva? Tashuv, hey. Tashuv, hey. What is hey? Why is it tashuv? You should say people should do tashuv. Why tshuva? Tshuva. Tshuva also means answer. What is tshuva? Tashuv, hey. Hey represents all your desire. In Kabbalah, the A represents your desire. Every time you add A to a word, it's awakening the desire within it. For example, Sarai cannot give birth. So Sarai can. You add the A. Avram cannot give birth. Avraham can give birth because you add the A. Rachel cannot give birth. So what Rachel is doing? Aha! You give her a concubine. What's the name of the concubine of Rachel? Bilha. How many A she has? Two. One for Rachel, one for her. Every time you add A, you had a desire. This is not my word. This is not me being wise. It's from the Arizal, Rabbi Isaac Luria. So the Shuvah, meaning Tashuvah, hey, my desire, my wrong desire, Tashuvah Lecha, is bringing come to you because I know even my wrong desire come from you to test me to overcome things that I can believe in myself through believing in you. Mityagim be'asiyat sukkah, lulav etrog, people are supposed to be busy going to buy lulav etrog, bargain on the price. By the way, you should not bargain on price of lulav and etrog, I forgot to tell you this. Never bargain on thing of holiness, meaning they say $130, $130. No question asked. Don't bargain on that ever, ever. If they cheat you, they cheat you. It's okay. Don't bargain on divrei mitzvah. This is something very important to remind you. The Arizal, when he used to buy a trog and lulav, he used to have the bag of coin or gold coin, and he used to take the bag, he put it in the hand of the person who sell, he choose, and he said, did you take what you need? He said, yes. He said, thank you for the bag, and he leave. He doesn't even want to know. It's very, very important that uh, you do that. Today I went to buy a few lulavim for people, so I went to buy it in Brooklyn, and they, they gave the lulavim, so the person saw that I'm buying a lot, so he said, let me give you a good price. Say, but thank you for the price, but you, the gimatra of your price, I don't like it. I don't mind you go $10 more just to make it this. He looked at you for real. So yes. So you know what? I'm going to go $20 down. Is it okay? I said, okay, but um, didn't come for me. Come for you. But I, I, I can't accept that lower price you gave me because I don't like the gimatria there. It's no good for me. So he was still laughing. He said, what is that? I said, well, Dari said that not bargain on var mitzvah. You want to somebody tell you tefillin cost like this, you don't have to buy it. But don't tell them, can you make it lower? Only on var mitzvah. You're buying something else, it's okay to bargain. But when it's var mitzvah. So people are working hard to do, to do everything. The angel come down and say, God, how those people won in their judgment? We know what they did all year. HaKadosh Baruch God is telling them, You want to know who won me? Whoever holds Yud Kevavke in their hand. Say, Yud Kevavke, how they can hold Yud Kevavke in their hand? Aha! Hashem say, those four things, Lulav, Etrog, Adas Arava. If they have those four things in the hand, this is my Yud Kevavke. The, the, the Etrog is the Malchut. 
That's the hay. I told you about the shuvah. Okay? We have the, we have the adasim, which is adasim. You have three. Chesed, gvura, tiferet in Kabbalah, right? You have the aravot, netzach ve'ot. Then you have the lulav, yesod. And together we have the seven. We have the yud kevavke together, the boat. When you're shaking it, you're actually shaking it in different direction. Six direction. Every direction activates a different area of your life. You want to know that? Maybe I share that with you. It's kind of a secret, but why not? You're already here. By the way, women have to do it every day too, by the way. Those women who think, ah, it's men, it's a man thing. No, no, it's your thing too. If you're not married, go to Sukkot somewhere and ask if you can use the lulav. If you can afford to buy your own, buy your own. Don't be be cheap on that. It doesn't have to be meuda, it doesn't have to be $2,000 lulav, but it can be something for $39. I think we can afford it. When you are uh, going to, it's a, I'm reading now from Agdama of Tikkunah Zohar, that Rabbi Shimon explained what's to meditate on each direction. You're not going to remember all of it, but maybe you will. Uh, and it all depends on if you are, you are. So you start with the south. Always you start with the south. Why you start with the south? Because the south is chesed. Remember, you start with the chazab, and the south gives you wisdom. So when you shake it to the south, it gives you wisdom. When you go to the north, it gives you ashirut, ashirut in ein, being rich. It's activating the money part. Okay, when you go to the east, okay, this is for children. When you're doing today, east is for children. Okay, I'm reading Shin Mem Zain. After you do the, the, the east, you're going, you're going up. Okay, this is when you receive life from Hashem. Like all what we pray in Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah, then you're doing it down. Now when you do the lulav down, don't do that. Many people do the mistake. They take the tip and do it down. You do the bottom down. So basically you have to do a little yoga here. You have to bend a little bit and put it down. Never, never do that. And I know some people like to make noise with that. No, there's no purpose in it. Chacham Ovadi Yosef talk about it. And Chacham Ovadi Yosef actually take it from this section. That it has to be perfection. It's not about make, fighting with it. It's not a sword. You know, it's, it's a little bit, and then after you do shaking, put it back to your heart. Because there is meaning away from you and back to you. Please remember that. I'm not here to teach halachot. There's a, enough rabbi in town who can teach you how to do it. So when you're going uh, um, uh, to this, I said, Chaim, when you're doing down, okay, mezonot. Mezonot is different than ashirut. Ashirut is to be rich, really rich. Mezonot is the needs that you need for every day, food and so on and so on. And then when you go to the West, the West is Yesod, is conclude everything you did. I didn't think to share it with you tonight, but I put it here. So Lamalo, it's good, it's good for you to know. West is to include all the five, all the five together. Okay? Now, uh, what else can I share with you that I didn't share about Sukkot? Do you have any question about something uh, you want to know? I mean, you can squeeze me as much as you want. There's about five hours more lecture, but I can. This is usually five to six hours lecture, but uh, I do the best I can to share. Yes. Um, okay, there's surrounding light, something like. Yeah, I I, I don't want to teach too much about it because um, I will do the best I can. Surrounding light has to do with a light that cannot enter your desire because your desire is not big enough to receive it. So it's called surrounding light, meaning it's the thing that you don't want yet because you don't have desire for it. So for example, 
If, you, if somebody will tell me, Eliyahu, do you want $5 billion? I, I don't know if I want $5 billion. I don't know what it is. I don't fully understand $5 billion. I don't. I don't. I can understand maybe $70 million. Maybe my brain cannot go further than that. I don't know $5 billion. I don't understand. Even $70 million, ooh, what, what, what do you do? What, what, do you, what, what do you put it? What, what do you invest it? What, what do you, I don't know. So my vessel, my, my capability is too small to receive something so big. So Sukkot is giving the surrounding light, meaning the fulfillment which is larger than your capability to receive it. What's the purpose of it? To awakening within you a new desire that was not there. So when you're going into the Sukkot, you need to know. I mean, a pressure will happen to you. If you don't do Sukkot at all, your life will continue the same. and It's very smooth and very nice. But if you go to the Sukkot, life will ask you to want more. More money, more love, more fun, more happiness, more, everything more. For, for the more, you need to, the cup is to stretch it. <laughs> you have to stretch it. The stretching is painful, you know. It's like, it's like going to the gym. You start building some muscle that was not uh, working before, and now it's going to work. So what's more important, the fulfillment or the desire? Well, both, the eggs or the chicken, the seed of, or, or the apple. Well, both are important, but you cannot eat seed. You need the apple. The apple is the result. So basically, you got to build the vessel. You got to build the desire. You can't want more than you want now without Sukkot. Sukkot is the only holiday, only holiday that make your desire greater than it was before. And that's why a lot of people going to the Sukkot is a tradition, not as a technology, not as an understanding that they're going into something very serious. It's a very serious thing. If you can afford not to work at that week as, and just be in the sukkah or work from the sukkah if you can. Even it's not the best thing to work, but you can take your computer, just work from the sukkah. Don't get out. Just don't get out. Only to the bathroom and come back. Then, now you're dealing with a real way to observe the Chag sukkah. But unfortunately, we live in a society that we need money, we need food, we need to put the kids in school, we need this and that. And if you can eat only in the sukkah, if you know any sukkot in town and you can eat there, it will be a wonderful thing. So what, okay, what about water and you're thirsty? You can drink water out of the sukkah. But better, mezonot, amotzi, only in the sukkah. Because it's activating a desire that you didn't have before. So don't look at it like, Oh, I'm doing, I'm pleasing Hashem, I'm pleasing Hashem. No, like God is sitting there and saying, ah, this guy didn't please me, what am I going to do with him? What am I going to do with him? <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, did, I, did I see everything? I just want to make sure. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, 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 the, the, the better not to work doing Sukkot, because Cholomoyed is kind of the, but if you have to, then work from the sukkah will be better than work from the office. Like, don't get out. You should have always the tzilah de bemunata, meaning the shadow of belief, the shadow of certainty around you. And understand that everything bad you did all year is actually help you to have more emunah. Because if you never did anything wrong, you don't need emunah. Emunah is only needed when you kind of fell down, when, you, when you're not doing well. So why is a person sin? person sin because he didn't have emunah. So if you didn't have emunah, the sukkah is the cure to make your emunah greater. But when you are inside the sukkah, it's actually making you desire things that you never desired before. Let's say, if it's, let's say money, it will desire more money than you had before. The brain of a human being, psychologically talking, not Kabbalistically, 
the brain of a human being have a very difficult time to want more than about 18% to 22% of what you want yesterday or what you want this year. You cannot make the brain think it, it will be, the brain will go against it. So even subconsciously, you cannot. Hypnotherapy, you will have a fight. But what the sukkah does to you is automatically, because sukkah is 91, Yud Kavavke and Adni, it's building, Adni is building the vessel, the desire, and Yud Kavavke is building the fulfillment. So it's very good if you can be in the sukkah the whole time. I know some people who can afford it to be in the sukkah. They study in the sukkah, they eat in the sukkah. I remember there is one rabbi, I did sukkot with this Sephardic rabbi from Jerusalem, and I didn't know there is other people in Michigan like me, crazy like me, that sleep there, eat there, do there, everything there. You know, one time I didn't find sukkah in Manhattan, we came here for an event, and uh, I, said, I said to my wife, I need sukkah, I need sukkah, I need sleep in the sukkah. So she told me it's Manhattan, there's no, you cannot just build. So let's build it in the park, let's do something. In the end, we went to a dry cleaner. I can tell you the location, you can rent it. Behind the dry cleaner. And we said, listen, how much money do we need to pay you to use the yard? And of course, uh, they were from somewhere and uh, so they look at us, they didn't fully understand the, the communication. So you want to buy the yard? So I don't want to buy it, I want to rent it. So for how long you want to rent it? Say for, for, for eight days, it's okay, eight days, eight days? Nobody rent place for this, pay you double, huh? Huh? Sukkah. <laughs> we built the sukkah. That was our sukkah. It was 50, well, 60 seconds. 60 seconds. So you will see it right click behind that. There's a yard. We found it because it's a very powerful experiencing experience to sleep in the sukkah. Last year, uh, we had another experience. My wife, God bless her, we did it. We, somebody was trying to sell his house. So we come to him and said, uh, we are looking into your house. So we thought some people come to buy. Yes, please, please come in. He bought the broker. So we are a little weird. So how weird are you? So we need your yard. If we can rent the yard. So in the beginning, there is like, you know, shocking. What yard? You want to buy the house or you don't want to buy the house? No, actually, I don't want to buy the house. I want the yard. Do you want to buy the yard? So no, I want to rent the yard. So they look at us so weird. In the end, they said, listen, uh, until I'm selling it, it's yours. Say, no, we have to pay because otherwise the sukkah is not a sukkah. It has to be mine. Can I pay something? So pay whatever you want. It's, it's, it's weird. You got to chase this mitzvah because this is the only mitzvah that builds your desire to want more. La not just money. Love, spirituality, how to be kind. Everything is growing in your desire. So it's just very important. And unfortunately, many people don't fully understand it. They look at the sukkah as tradition. We are doing tradition, tradition. And uh, many people I talk to, I talk about like many famous and very powerful and important rabbis, you know, it's not a big deal for them. You know, it's a sukkah, you shake the lulav, you eat some mezonot and go home to sleep. But there is a very big deal. I know many places that sukkot is, sukkah is so big there. And uh, there is one guy who is a bit crazy like me, the only one. His name, uh, maybe I shouldn't say his name. So we talk about it. I said to him, well, what do you do this year? You, you talk to any rabbi? Maybe we pay him money, we take the sukkah over at night. <laughs> so, yo, I did it last year, it was a big problem. I bought the mattress and we went. But that's the way it is. Once you know the mitzvah, it's the most powerful mitzvah to change your life. Nothing is more powerful. Yes, yes. So,
הכל אינטודם, זה אושפיזים במרכבות, זה כל מרכבה. מרכבה בילד פום רכב, רכב מין וייקול, and ממה, ממה is 45, which is גימטריה אדם, which is human, which means which human carried that carriage, the רכב, the vehicle. So on the first night we have Avraham, so Avraham represents Chesed, so that's the carrier. On the second night we have Yitzchak, representing the overcoming within our soul. In the third night we have Yaakov, Ish Emet, is how to be truth, how to study more Torah. In the fourth night we have Netzach, eternity, Moses, how to continue with what we do, to have certainty and continue. In the fifth night we have Hod, you know, glory, which is Aaron, is how to bring peace between people and how to love everyone. In the sixth night, we have Yesod, foundation, and we have uh, Yosef. This is activation of actually the finance and activation of the, uh, the whole idea of uh, channeling the thing from above to below. And on the seventh night, which is Hoshana Rabbah, is King David, which is the kingdom. That's why that night, it's better not to sleep. It's actually, should, you should not even sleep a minute at that night. And, uh, and that night, usually that's the night that I'm checking people's shadow. People come to me and I take them to a place where there is no light and we look at the shadow to see how the year is going to be. I don't know where, where we're going to do it in the city. Last year I took people to Queens because there is a place there, a dark place around 108th Street in the Bukharian community. They teach me where to go and it was, it was wonderful. Yes, what do you want to ask? Yeah, so, <clears throat> so you live in the Sukkah. We all live in the Sukkah and we do blessing, the blessing about the food. You know, yes, food. yes. Is there a way to... Yeah, you do the mitzvah, you, you say a bracha. Every time you eat, you say, Lishev basuka. Baruch atah Hashem elokenu melech haolam, shekhtisham mitzvah v'tzivanu, Lishev basuka. So you do, basically you do a gefen, let's say the kiddush, and you hold it. After you do, you finish the bracha of the kiddush, you have second bracha. You have shekhiyanu, of course, but then you, before you sit, you say, Baruch atah Hashem elokenu melech haolam, shekhtisham mitzvah v'tzivanu, Lishev basuka. At that moment, you receive all that, Certainty, all the negative thing turn into positive. That counts as that counts as for that day because yeah, for every day. For sometimes you do more than day. one. Some, sometimes you do more than one. So yeah, than yeah. Lamalo, you do a mozi. You have to do two a mozi in in the same day. So you do a mozi of the night right. and you do a mozi of the day. All the time, good to do two amotzi, if you can, of course. It's all about how can you afford, don't pressure yourself. Everybody, according to the money they have, some of us need to work very hard, so you cannot be in the sukkah. But try, try to be at least in the, in the first uh, uh, night, when it's the Chag, and try to be in the last night, which is King David. You need to have the minimum of doing it. And don't forget Nisuch Amayim, we have the pouring the water, you take a bowl and you pour water to Zecher and the Bet HaMikdash, to memory for the temple. That's bringing actually happiness for the whole year. So, Nisuch Amayim. Nisuch Amayim, I didn't want to read it because my wife gave me the sign, Eliyahu, it's too late. Nisuch Amayim, just that, is it okay just to read that? So in Nisuch Amayim, it's a, Nisuch Amayim, it's a, that there was nothing more than 
powerful of happiness than Nisru Hamaim. Nisru Hamaim they used to do in the temple when they pour water over the altar. The altar is called Mizbeach. I don't know if you know Mizbeach. Now, if you look at the word Mizbeach, give you a little secret too, if my wife does like when I, does, I do that, Mizbeach is Mem, Mem, Malchut. Zain, Zeranpin. Bet, Bina, and Chokmah. Meaning, instead of saying it, Chokmah, Bina, Zeranpin, Malchut, let's go from beloved to law. Meaning, things that are coming from you to the Creator, instead of from the Creator, just to you. Now, when you do the Nisuchamayim, you do the symbol. It's just simple. You take a bowl and you just pour water with a cup or something like this, and you think about Nisuchamayim. Okay? The Nisuchamayim, it's say like this. <clears throat> וכל זה בתור, מי נותן להקריב להם לממונים של הענבות או להם לרוצים כל זה, אין שמחה לכל הממונים כמו באלו הפרים ואלו כבשים. We know every day we're reading about פרים. Unfortunately, most rabbi don't stop when they say פרים. I don't know if you counted how many פרים every day when we read the Torah, how many פרים we collected in the end? 70. It starts, it's going down every time. Right? It starts 15, then 14, then 13. If you count all of them together until 7, it's going to be 70 exactly. 70 parim. Who is it for? For the 70 nation of the world. We are actually praying for the nation of the world every day of Sukkot. It's, it's not that we're taking care of just of our people. We're taking care of 70 nation of the world. Okay, so I'm just going to skip that part because of your time. It's a maim rabim lo yecholu lachbot et ahavai lo amayim shisrael menaschim besimcha. When you do Nisuch HaMayim, this is the water of love of the Creator. You have to meditate on that. You have to think. When you pour the water, it's the love of the Creator. Meaning the whole idea of Nisuch HaMayim is bringing happiness to your life. There are so many things we should do in Sukkot. We try to see if we could use a Sukkah in town, like a big Sukkah, bring a guitar, bring something, and to do a Simcha with meditation, with everything. We see maybe next week, uh, the rabbi here will let us use the big sukkah so we can bring food, we can bring guitar and everything like this to make something a little bit more than just a lecture. I think it's very important. Guys, I have to finish.